0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Halloween edition of the Woodhaven Media Podcast. Hey, everybody. That guy was really weird. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the show. Uh, We're really excited. Uh, It's Halloween time. Who doesn't like that? We're getting ready to get dressed up. We're getting ready to bang on doors randomly and scrape up some candy. But more importantly, we're getting ready to talk to a really cool guest, guys. We've got Christy Romano on the show. What's up with that?
1: This is amazing. This is my dream since I was a child.
0: Yeah, Robbie's marking out hard because he loved, loved, loved even Stevens as a kid.
1: Impossible, man! Oh wow, really? Every episode, every episode I've seen.
0: Isn't that like a girl's show? Hey, anyway, was, I was, I was a, a child. I was a child.
1: <laughs>
2: and Sam, you've done an awful lot Better of work now. with Christy. Uh yes, we. I just got done uh, editing her first. Feature film as a director, which we'll be talking with her
0: about, uh, Christmas All Over Again. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We're going to dive into that. Uh, and, uh, hey, you know what? We're also going to talk about some current costumes that are new and hot in the scene. And what are
2: you guys going to be for Halloween? You know, I'm the biggest Halloween costume procrastinator. I'm like that guy who ends up going to I party and digging through the closet the night before. Um, but... We are all going to be on set together on October thirty first. So, uh, oh well, that's right. We might be uh,
0: dressing be up, and movie. we'll
2: see. We'll see if everybody on the crew wants to come yeah, to work I, I in think costumes. Yeah, would be fun if everybody dressed yeah. up that yeah. day,
0: or at least like took an attempt. I mean, maybe we'll yeah. dig through yeah. the costume department and take some stuff. I'll,
1: I'll dress up like a homeless <laughs> man. Raid
0: the wardrobe. Uh, so you're just gonna show I'm, up? I'm just gonna
1: show up on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So basically, everyone, what we got going on is we've joined forces with a couple of conglomerates here. We've got Two Cousins Productions based out of Rhode Island. We've got Switzer Entertainment. We've got Woodhaven Media. We're all joining forces to create this film called Anders Manor. And it was written by the two cousins of Two Cousins Production, Matt O'Connor and Glenn Jeffrey. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty spooky movie. And uh, we're going to be making it during Halloween season. So rarely do you get a time to be on set making a scary movie during the height of scary movie season. I mean, this is going to be fun. Like, all those eerie New England feels are going to be vibing through the air. And I'm excited to be on set, and I'm excited to produce this one. Uh, We have John Shermerhorn making his directorial debut. Uh, We're excited to have him on. Cool cast. Uh, we should talk a little bit about that. Um, we've got Christina Robinson coming in, who, if the name doesn't ring a bell, she was the little girl in Dexter uh, who was on for four seasons and now is all grown up, and she's uh, starring in this film, very much playing uh, the, the leading lady of the movie, and uh, it's going to be exciting to, to kind of see her for a lot of Dexter fans, to we'll see her all grown up now doing her thing. Um, We also have Kevin Nash, for you wrestling fans out there, of course, was a bit of a legend in that field. And also uh, a movie star as well in his own right, uh, starring in movies like Magic Mike and Daredevil and uh, the new John Wick movie with Keanu Reeves. Uh, So Kevin's in the movie. We also have Sully Erna, lead singer of Godsmack, in there. And a lot, and, and it's like it's great to work with Sully because you know, like a lot of times, you know, you get to work with actors and you're not sure like what it's going to be like because you you know it's kind of unknown. But we've had the pleasure of working with Sully a couple times and uh working with him for years now, so it'll be fun to have him back on set. It'll kind of be like a little bit of a reunion. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, really cool effects on this one, I a mean, cool demon. Uh, Andrew's Manor going down on Halloween, coming at you probably sometime, oh, well, you know, what's the, the little elves go, <laughs> go up in the <laughs> movie, probably coming out sometime in the summer, I would say, end of the summer, maybe, maybe, you know, these things usually take like 10 months to come out, if you do everything right, which we usually do. Um, so guys, are you excited to see Christy Romano? Or we're not going to really see her, but let me say that We're going to hear her voice. We're going to hear her voice. Are you excited to hear Christy Rana? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do a Kim Possible me. voice, probably? Yeah, what does she no. sound like? <laughs> what does she sound What it was? Yeah, I was I've a kid. I haven't,
1: I haven't seen it in at least 10
0: years. Don't so. you fucking lie to me, Savage. <laughs> I know you watch that show. <laughs> you have it on your cue right now oh at God. home.
1: I probably do. No.
0: Yeah, you got it on your computer. I don't know if there's any way to actually get it. So you're it. trying to tell me that if if I looked at your computer right now, there wouldn't you... be any Kim Possible of any kind. If I were to do a search, it wouldn't pull anything up.
1: I'm 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 giving proof right here. Kim Possible. There's the first thing that okay. pops up is a Donnie Darko script. That's it.
0: Alright, he checks out folks.
2: There's Sam, confirmation.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Check's> <laughs> out. But eh, out. who knows with you, Savage? It oh, might I'm be in computer. like an encrypted you, you archive might. or something. <laughs> uh, you don't see. trust me. <laughs> see, Sam's a tech savvy guy. Uh, yeah, it thing? was just
1: outed.
3: <laughs>
0: well, we're really excited for Christy. We're gonna dial her up on the old Woodhaven hotline right now and get her on the show. So, Christy. Hey, Christy.
4: Happening? Hey, what's up, guys?
0: Nice. We're we're just here and you know we're we're soaking in the fall season here. Uh, oh man, with the pumpkin spice. It is so pretty. <laughs> with the pumpkin spice, you know, candle rocking here.
4: You know what? I F you guys because it is so fucking hot here. That it. Oh wait, are we recording? Oh yeah, You, yeah. you can say
0: yeah. You can say F words. We are an uncensored podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is an adult podcast. We want the real Christy Romano.
4: Oh boy. Un- okay. Unplugged.
0: Um, unedited. It is just.
4: <laughs> It is just so hot, man. It's just so hot and it's so unfair because I really do love fall and I love the seasons and and that's just sort of the drawback of living in L.A., you know, and how lucky you guys are to be able to do
0: what you love. Well, let me ask you something, Christy. Over here in New England, it's like pumpkin overload, like a nuclear explosion of pumpkin spice, everything, flavored everything, the coffees, the... Candles. The every restaurant has some kind of pumpkin type thing. Is it that crazy? Like that. Rhode Island the, in particular. Is it like that on the West Coast, or are people not as pumpkin spiced everything out?
4: Um, you know, you definitely don't see it in like fashion. Like people aren't walking around bundled up with scarves and, you know, fall colors, which is kind of sad. And we don't really have. I mean, it's like I'm saying, it's so hot that it's almost unnatural to taste pumpkin. Your body just. Immediately tries to gag it up right when you're trying. Yeah, to Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. That's
0: not like a That's not a warm weather beverage. It's, like, it's like I just went to the yeah.
4: gym. Like, I need some like, pumpkin like drinking,
0: drink
4: <laughs> Drinking hot chocolate in summer like that's basically what I could say it would be like why would you do that?
2: Well, we Rhode um, Islanders so insist so on yeah, drinking iced coffee, coffee at every even when it's freezing cold in the winter So um, yeah, I do like the fact that we have seasons uh, here in New England like I feel like in LA You know, you have nice weather all the time, even if it does get hot. But it's like, I just like seeing the leaves change, and I like the fact that when the the few times a year that it is really nice, you really appreciate it. Like, you know, you just feel the contrast.
4: Oh, absolutely! Especially because you guys have to prep for your awful winters, which you know, this is that time to sort of enjoy. You kind of, er you've earned it. And did you guys have a hot summer? We did. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it was a pretty hot summer. But you know what? I think that's yeah. all part of like being a, a New Englander. It Makes you tough. The winters make you hardy. Yeah, you know, we're ready for it. Bring on the snow. We'll complain for a couple months, <laughs> and then we'll complain. We, we complain about everything though. Like New England people complain yeah. about everything. Yeah, it's a, it's a way of yeah. life here.
4: Oh yeah, um, no, that's so, true. I definitely retained that. <laughs> so, Christy, this is
0: actually a very unique thing for our our podcast here. This is the first time I've interviewed two guests at once because oh, wait, you who's are the second guess, well it's boy. it's inside your belly <laughs>
4: <It's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's great you you are it's
0: uh, true. you there's a there's a uh the next generation is coming up tell us a little bit about that how,
4: yeah. how excited are you oh boy um so yeah we're really very excited about this baby it's, it's kind of it's kind of crazy cuz her um Birthday date is december 25th which is christmas and oh as we all know tommy tommy and i did a, a really fun christmas movie together recently that will be coming out this christmas
0: yes christmas and... all over again we're going to talk about that later but but absolutely oh yeah so so sh- the, but birthday the baby is th- was actually
4: christmas. conceived the baby was conceived during the christmas movie so it's kind of just like this circle of life of christy christmas like wow. happening you guys were um, always so, in but a, it you, is, you were exciting. you were in
0: a really good mood during that movie
4: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um, well you have to be that, when it's stressful like yeah, that right yeah no
0: you sure do um, that's really cool and and let me let me ask you is it like it's it's got to be like prepping for a movie prepping for a child it's like you got to have all these things ready you've got to have a baby room you've got to have the furniture you're going to have uh, you know everything ready to go it's it's a lot like getting a movie together, you know? You got all these uh you know, different facets to prepare for.
4: Yeah, I mean in a way it's exactly that, that, that timeline of pre production, right? <laughs> and then you have the production element of the labor and all that, and then the you know, the, the post production part is obviously a lot longer. But um <laughs> Yeah,
0: that one takes yeah, like decades
4: is. to edit. <laughs> Just like eighteen years at least. You know. That's like a that's a labor of love, as you say. Um, but yeah, I know this, this definitely feels like, uh, it's a different kind of pressure, but, um, it's, it's really unique. I mean, as a woman, you, it's sad that, you know, men don't get to feel as much a part of the process. No, so I'm, I've yeah, trying well, I'm sure to...
0: the boys over here, we're all bummed out about that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised once you guys, No, I'm sure. <laughs> you and, kids, look, right?
0: look we don't have any kids, but I'm sure there's something so special about like knowing there's a human being inside of you. That's insane.
4: Yeah, I mean, once she starts kicking and stuff, it's very weird. Yeah. It's, it's it, And everyone's like, oh, guys particularly particular, like, how does that feel? I'm like, yeah, it kind of feels like gas. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like it's like, <laughs> was that Chipotle a or is gassy. that my child? I
0: don't
4: know. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Is that the human life inside me or uh, meatloaf? Is, um was, Yes.
0: <laughs> so I
2: was just reading something about, uh, I was just wanted to ask you, like, have you had people, like, uh like strangers just approach you and touch your belly like i think i saw some article about that recently about uh someone a a pregnant woman complaining about people just like you know very abruptly just start touching their belly so i was wondering if you've experienced that
4: i applaud you i applaud you for uh doing your research before this interview (laughs) i think you're very professional um but uh, actually, no, I haven't had anyone come up That's to good. me. But I think it's because I have a uh, a, re- a bitching. Uh, what is it? The resting. Bitching RBF. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Christy. Yeah, I'm you pretty sure an, I yeah, have that. Yeah, big... yeah,
0: that I could see you. Like, I just wouldn't want to come up <laughs>
4: you. don't want to touch especially that. Especially if by you by had like hair. a,
0: especially if you had like a shopping bag or something <laughs> that you could hit someone with, like a weapon <laughs> to, to
3: defend yourself.
4: Uh, yeah. You know?
0: Oh, well, that's
3: really yeah, great. exactly. And, and
4: I'm or sure... like a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Throw that
2: really... at somebody, and... burn, <laughs> their, burn their eyes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah.
4: um, well, you'll probably experience that once
0: you know the the little one is you know in the carriage at the supermarket. I'm sure that's when all the old ladies will come out and then the the the, the cheek pinching goes on and you know.
4: Although in LA people are a little uh, they they're they're very PC here. I mean I yeah. think more so than in the East Coast when they're just like your baby's ugly, you know? <laughs> but. Like, my grandfather said that to me back in the day. I was like, really? Wow. That's a uh, forward of you to tell me that I was ugly as a baby. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, but I think uh, I think people here are pretty respectful because I think they're always worried about lawsuits out here.
0: <laughs> right. Nobody wants to get sued for anything. So it's just everyone walks in a straight line and goes about their business yeah. for
4: the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, oh. pretty much, pretty much. Well,
0: so it's my favorite time of year coming up. This is the Halloween season, and oh yeah? yeah, it's my favorite time of year because Halloween's one of these. I don't know if you call it a holiday, but you know, to me, in a way, it's a holiday, and, and everybody can enjoy it. It doesn't matter race, color, creed. Everybody gets down on Halloween, and who doesn't like free anything door to door? Um. So I just think Halloween no, is a great time of year, and you know, being being an actor too, like you get to dress up, and that's something like that never gets old. Even if you're an adult, you get to go to parties and stuff. So you know, I gotta know, Christy, what are your Halloween plans, and what you, what are you gonna be for Halloween?
4: We've we've been uh, we've been thinking about that actually, and we were thinking, Brendan's uh, trying for us to be. The, the football player and the knocked up cheerleader. Oh, that's um, great.
0: That's smart. He's, you can tell yeah, he's a, tell he's a like,
4: writer. Yeah, right. There's like a whole backstory there. There's like, a, <laughs> like, like you know, we're traveling, like we're in a show. Um, but for me, I was thinking it would be kind of cute because we're Harry Potter nerds. Um, to maybe be the Quidditch ball. So like, my stomach is gold with like wings, ah. and then he's Harry Potter. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's what I'm going to lobby for.
0: Your costumes are, like, uh, on another level, Christy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we've had some good ones in the past. It's been nice to have, you know, someone in your life to have a couple costume with. You know, like we did Popeye and Olive Oil, and that was kind of fun. I'm thinking of the other ones we've done. Oh, we were um, another Harry Potter. We were just really nerdy, much nerdier than people might think. So you've had a couple, like we were, uh, couple Harry Potter experiences. Nerdy. Yeah, we were what they call where's uh the the people with the tattoos, like death eaters. That's what we were. Wow. Death eaters for one. Yeah. How, do you, what? Wait, how did you what how? was in your death no, eater? wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The death eaters have the the tattoos, mostly. Yeah, those guys follower. are creepy.
1: Did you get like a really intense
4: costume? <laughs> no, we just dressed in black and then I had a corset um and I put, and we eyeliners from, you know, copying the skull with the snake and everything. Yeah, that's all you it need.
1: You did a pretty good job. That's all nice. you need. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I could send you guys a picture, too, if you wanted to. See that. That's that's
1: good pre-production for this podcast.
0: <laughs> I like I like oh, the effort that you put into the thought. You know, a lot of people are just going out there and be like, I'm going to be Har- Harley Quinn this year, you know.
4: Oh, I'm sure there's going to be a, many, lot of, so ma- a lot of a Harley Quinns this how year. How many Harley
0: Quinns are going to be running around? It's going to be insane. Yeah.
4: Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, I go to Comic-Con's. I go to Comic-Cons a lot, and I was thinking that there'd be a lot more of the new Suicide Squad Harley Quinn, but there's a lot more of the traditional Harley Quinn stuff. How many loose hammers why?
1: do you see just lying around? How many who? Uh,
0: hammers many from
4: who? Harley
1: Quinn.
0: Yeah, she's oh, I, I thought girl. you
4: were going to say Thor. Oh, no. A lot <laughs> Thor of hammers, too. yeah. They have hammers?
0: <laughs> they, get next tired, year? they get tired of carrying <laughs> it around after a while.
4: Hey. That's always a problem. You and <laughs> you
0: your kid, and you want to be like, you know, you get some costume, and there's always like one piece of the costume it's a sword or a broomstick or something that you like you just give up after a while at the party like you know that's going quick yeah like i'm losing this yeah fast
4: that's true that's absolutely true the wig or the fake fake appendix yeah or you, you
0: show up yeah. you take a few pictures you post them up on facebook and then you're done
4: yep yep then you get wasted yep <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep exactly and then it gets really interesting. right then yeah and then the costumes <laughs>
0: actually morph like mighty Morphin power costumes
4: go,
3: go.
0: They like mold together by the end of the night. You ever be at a costume party where it's like, you know, you got like a Rambo headband on a on a red crayon, <laughs> and you know he's wearing like uh, some kind of, I don't know, a pimp's wig or something.
4: I love
2: that. You wake up in the you're morning to... and you're like, whose pirate hat is this?
3: <laughs> I,
4: mean, I want to go. I definitely want to go to the parties you're going to. I don't think. We're, I mean, obviously we're not partying, but. um Uh, We didn't even. uh, We don't usually get invited. LA is a weird, weird place. You've got to know the people that are hosting a party, or you got to know. Yeah, which is funny house. let's
0: tell everybody real quick. If you want to go to a cool party, (laughs) I'm not going to give. We're not going to give any addresses. (laughs) But Chrissy, I went to a party at your house, and it was awesome. It was great. It felt like a catered event. And I know you. You just threw. You and Brendan threw everything together. And they have this like really cool backyard where it's got this little. Mini grotto so with some, you know, like it's very tranquil. There's water, little, there's like a little stream kind of thing with some rocks, and just like a really nice, chill spot. And you guys put on a nice little that's fire. really nice of you. Yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, yeah.
4: We moved in, we've lived in West Hollywood, and actually, like the Halloween Capitol, the Hollywood Gay Parade capital is West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the biggest one in the whole world, wow. um, besides. I don't know which other ones in some other country, but it is, it's really, really big. I I would have to say we have like 75,000 people that come to this West Hollywood parade. And it's, you know, mostly it's like drag Queens and the, and the LGBT community, but then it's also a lot of just, you know, people that are interested in, in, in this parade. Now it's grown and grown and grown. And we literally lived a block away from it. So it was a lot of fun to live there while we were still in our twenties, but then we just got sick of living that close to, you know, that strip and just a lot of, the events a lot of that would partying, happen, so. imagine. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, we had a blast. I mean, my husband was really just, he was cool with every now and then getting dinner down if there was, it happened to be a gay bar. He was like secure with his masculinity. I'm I'll sure Tommy would do the same. Uh,
0: of course. But, uh, you know, Brendan's a handsome guy. He must have got a couple of uh, phone numbers thrown his direction.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah, I think every now and then he got a, a light grab, and he he just kind of had to shake it off. Because what are you going to do? <laughs>
3: hey, it's flattering. <laughs> what the hell?
4: <laughs> but I will. I'm sure you have too. But he he's definitely more feminist now, having experienced that. Being like, I'm not a piece of meat, man. <laughs> no, of
3: course. Well,
2: yeah, like having the experience of
0: getting honestly, I ha- on. I have had that experience, and I think it's actually like you know you do leave the place and be like, oh, I, I to be know, objectified so like, oh, as a man. is like, like, yeah.
4: yeah. It's an interesting experience. It really and it's very is. rare. But uh, so so I think it was actually a good growing experience. But then we've moved we've moved away like about about a mile away from there into this like you said this very quaint
3: old it's so place. that's so like
4: 101 years old. It's so, relaxing. but it's old. It used to be um, like railroad tracks. It used to be a train station. Wow. Um, so we really fixed up the backyard too now. Since I'd, I'd love for you to come see it next time there's you get there. There's more. Now. There's
0: more coolness. Oh wow. You had a TV back there. <laughs> they had a really cool TV. We do. We it still was, have. Like, awesome. We,
4: we've been. Yeah. We got a fire pit, and then we got um, a teepee that we built. We DIY. A t- a There's a
0: teepee. Oh, my God. You guys are yeah. crazy.
4: Yeah.
3: One of the coolest yeah. things,
0: too, was I pulled into the garage, and I looked into a shelf. There was a shelf in the garage, and on the shelf was a vintage Nintendo with the Duck Hunt guns. And I walked in, <laughs> wow. and Christy's husband casually goes, yeah, it still works. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're like, and I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome! And I was like, yeah, oh, we're gonna play that next time. It's funny how like we're
4: really big, we're really big on works. that, that that sort of vintage look. Because listen, living in LA, everything's new here, you right. know. And being a New Englander in LA, it's like you really miss it's even just the simplest like that, things, too. like architecture, that's... colonial architecture that everybody has back there. It's like something you just crave amongst other things, like the seasons. And yeah, you take you, you, know. you for granted intelligent. <laughs> so speaking
0: of intelligent, let's talk about some sexy Halloween costumes that are coming out. I want to get your take. okay Being a woman and soon to be a parent, what's your take yeah. on these sexy Of a, of a girl. Yeah, being what's your take on these sexy costumes? Is it okay for women once a year to get this kind of get out of jail free card to go out and just, you know, throw on a slutty costume and go have some fun? Is that cool? Or do you think it's like a little you bit Yeah. It's too interesting much? It's- sometimes it's
4: a great question i also think it's an interesting phrase that you use um when you when you break it down right so you just said get out of jail free and it's interesting that we as a society look at it as that extreme right right? that like that well i'm just saying you wouldn't i'm just saying
0: you wouldn't dress up like a, a sexy airline attendant with thigh highs and go to the bank on a tuesday that's all i'm saying
4: no, but interestingly enough, you see these people at these cons, and there are other there's are there are a lot of alternative sure. lifestyles that are being lived these days that people can now bring to their everyday. And I'm seeing it more and more and, fin- more. Finding, and you know, You're saying like they're finding
0: excuses to dress like this more and more.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's not just women; obviously, it's men that want to role play as well. Sure. But yeah, I think there's definitely an allure of the role playing. Um, that these women, but even my husband and I were talking about this last night when we were watching, like, American Pie 2, right? And, like, all these girls are, like, in their bikinis and they're doing body shots off each other. And they're be, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that being like, a really sexed-up movie when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a long time, but wasn't that, like, a super sexed-up, like, kind of boy comedy?
4: Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. I'm sure it was skewed and, and made to be that way, but I think a lot of those teen movies were like that oh, because yeah. I... I I always fantasize that I would get invited to the one of those parties here <laughs> in Hollywood. Absolutely, <laughs> I was like here in Hollywood, you know, working working as an actor, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're famous or whatever, you're this and that." And then I'm like, "I just want to go to a normal high school party that looks like what I see on the on the TV." <laughs> so, it was kind of an interesting interesting thing. But anyway, the point is, we're watching this movie, and I'm like, it's so funny because these days, I don't think. Now, I'm a little out of touch with the millennial crowd, but I don't think that the parties are going to be or the women are going to feel the need to to put on that performance of sexuality ah. as much. Because I think a lot of them know to say, you know, I'm not saying that obviously with all the sexual assault that's out there and consent and like all those platforms, that that, that there's not girls that take it too far. But um, but I do think that there's the pressure is less for them to do that. So if they're doing it then
0: their That's an interesting point of view yeah. right there, and I think that makes a lot of sense. So you're saying that you know, in a way, that was almost like a fad that's kind of slowing down, that could potentially slow down a little bit. And I, I think you might
4: Separate be right. In the 50s, women didn't do that at all. They didn't. They didn't you know and maybe it's just coming full circle or it's just it's another evolution yeah i think
0: you might be right and i think i think maybe women are putting more thought into costumes now and, and going with more unique kind of creative ideas like the things that you were talking about that you're going for and um, you know there are probably less and less donna t rump shaker costumes being <laughs> sold that is by yeah, the way exactly. the hot costume of the year oh number
1: 1 on donna, the list what is it
0: donna t rump shaker yeah. it's like a donald trump uh, kind of play oh wow And it's a sexy uh, like pantsuit yeah like uh with a very low cut and then it's that you know the classic like trump wig with like the horrible haircut and wow. it's donald t it's, an yeah, it's, it's weird it's a se- yeah it is an androgynous sexy trump it's, it's,
4: it's, it's, it's fucking weird yeah <laughs> oh god yeah. But I love the name. That is Donna, he would be turning in his brain. Like,
0: just everybody try and say Donna T. Rumpshaker, and it's kind of fun. <laughs>
4: Donna T. Rumpshaker. It's fun.
1: <laughs> that's that's a new quote. All right, so
0: enough about Halloween. Unless, Sam, did you uh, have anything or Well, I was, was just going to say, uh, throw my, in
4: there?
2: Uh, one of my favorite uh, podcast hosts, uh, Dan Savage, uh, likes to describe Halloween as pride for straight people. Um, like it's kind oh, of a yeah. weekend where like everybody you know yeah. lets loose a little bit. We dresses, purge. Yeah. We purge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the like purge. The, adult, yeah, it's the like fact
4: purge.
2: that like the, the, the tradition of like adults going all out on Halloween is like almost it almost has the same social function as as you know gay pride for gay people.
0: Like it's, yeah, it's the weekend for straight of people. Or... Yeah, yeah. Kinda, Hey, right. Please. Yeah, it's been around for a long time. I don't think it's going anywhere. And hey, it, I still think it's weird that, you know, almost grown men with masks on knock on your door around nine or 10 o'clock at night. And we just open our fucking doors up. Like, does anyone else <laughs> think that's a little creepy sometimes? Uh, that does
4: not happen in L.A. I can tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I bet.
0: People are like, yeah, I don't know about this. You it's open just... the door with one shot hand on the shotgun. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, nobody does that around right here. Wow. Well, enough. <laughs> enough about Halloween.
0: That. We're moving from one holiday on to, we're going to skip a holiday. We're going to go right to everyone's big holiday, which is the holiday season and, of course, Christmas. And, of course, your directorial debut Oh. And Christmas all over again.
4: It, you don't get a lot of encouragement as a new uh, uh, director, especially in, in the last five years. It's been growing, the support for women. But, like, especially as a female director, it's, it's a little bit hard to find your your support team. So, like, Tommy was super supportive of that, and I appreciate yeah, that I, very Yeah, I much. just
3: remember
0: you being, like, really aware of your surroundings and very, like, in tune with how the set is run. And I remember just saying That's to fair. my friends, like, oh, well, Christy's just, like, look, she's been on sets since she was a kid. Like, she just knows how, you know, like... Because everybody, if you whether you know or not, the directors really like the. He's the composer. He or she is the composer of the band. You know, they're up there with their right. stick, and they're you know, make, keep the rhythm flowing. And
3: you got to know how right. to play every instrument.
0: You know, and that comes right. from you, you know you've been on set so long that you just had a command, uh, and it was only your first time. So it's really been great to see you come in, and uh, you directed uh, Christmas all over again. It had a really cool Correct. cast, and you. Uh, really went for it and you did double duty and you directed and you acted in the movie you you played the part of marilyn which was pretty much one of the lead female roles and you know com- yeah, i didn't
4: realize that yeah. <laughs> well, i didn't realize that let me tell you coming from someone
0: who's done that you know directed and acted in the movie it's a lot of work it's the hardest thing yeah. i ever did in my life and i gotta say i was on set i had the pleasure of being in this movie and I saw you do it, and you did it really effortlessly. I mean, Christy was running around in a full wedding gown, calling the shots, yelling at people in between takes. Uh, you know, not in a negative way, of course, but just you know, again commanding the set. But like in a full wedding, a full <laughs> wedding like setup. I've seen pictures of this. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, with like a sometimes with like a full wedding thing on, but and like a big bubble down like winter coat mm. too, because we'd be like in yeah. and out of outside or whatever. So there's a lot of fun yeah. looks on that movie, but you really commanded it, and uh, you did a lot with that. And great cast: Joey Lawrence, Amber Frank, Sean Ryan Fox, Armani Jackson. Um, you know, just tell us what Tommy what, what, Tommy D'Nucci is nah. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> awesome in it and makes me laugh every time I watch it. Those are
0: some funny, funny scenes. And uh, you know, tell us what what was it like to finally you know you've been an actor your whole life pretty much. What was it like to be on the other side of the finally in a feature?
4: I it was very it was very addictive. I, I, was, I I've fallen in love with it, and I've been looking into continuing with what that means for with my career. And you know, I was a Fred Savage originally. Who you know, all you might all know Fred Savage from Wonder Years, right? Little,
0: little and, monsters.
4: And, yeah, of course, Little Monsters. We just watched that. Yep. They should redo that. Actually, that's a really cute. You should do something. <laughs> oh like man, that.
3: that would be great. <laughs>
4: Uh, But but Fred started shadowing, you know, shadowing with with directors. And uh, for those that don't know what shadowing is, it's essentially watching and interning from the sidelines of of a director to be a director and sort of just uh, taking notes and not getting in people's way. And so uh, I didn't exactly want to start there, but I did know that if I was going to get farther past Christmas – that it would be something I would need to do, and Fred had suggested it. So we've touched base throughout the years, and he's always said that I could shadow him and that I should get out there and try to do my own first feature and stuff. So it it was sort of a mentorship that's been happening. One of his professional directing gigs was even Steven. I didn't know that. That's really
0: cool. He's been really just like rampantly directing things ever since.
4: He's done everything. I mean, we're talking Modern Family to... um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I, I love. I mean, him he's as still, kid, man. <laughs> I grew up
0: on Wonder Years. I, I, I just, he, he was, he just had me. He was in that, that right zone, you know? You know when you're a little kid yeah. and, like, you can really identify with a character because you're about the same age, you know? It was like one of well,
4: those Well, especially because you guys look, you guys look. Similar. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so weird you mention that,
0: Christy. When I was a little boy, like, our, my little kid pictures People were like, oh my god! I you look just like a picture of yours on Facebook. Yeah. You totally yeah, did. Yeah, it was weird. I grew up like thinking that that was my life on television, but only it was in the nineteen sixties. It's so great. And it's really strange. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're
4: like, I had no. Yeah, it really That's strange. awesome though. He he really is who you think he is. Like everything that he 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 is not some other version of himself. You know, um, He's certainly lived a life, and he's an adult, and he drinks, and I'm sure he he swears, but. <laughs> <laughs> <he's>, uh... <laughs> okay. Um, but he's just really great, and I would love to, um, you know, eventually work with him more often or, or or see him more often in terms of really building a mentorship there. Yeah. But you you really got to do it on your own too, you know, and that's something that I've seen you do, Tommy, which has been really inspirational.
3: Well,
0: it's a lot of fun to make movies, you know. I think that I think that's what yeah. I saw to you on that set too. Like you were having fun, you know. And I, I think it's important.
4: oh yeah, it was a, it was a, it was sort of a. Uh, masochistic type of flying oh no, it is. <laughs> Oh, god
0: isn't that what it's about i mean about? let's be honest isn't anything that I, you I love did not masochistic in a little bit
4: it was it was hard i mean you have to call in a lot of resources and favors and you hope that they pay off at the end of the day and, and you know the organization is super key and you learn at least on your first one you 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 you, you just just do everything you can to get that movie made because that's the you're only going to get your first movie once and then after that you have to think about well what did I learn Mm -hmm. you know I would imagine that in my next phase or my next project I would like to really have this uh, enough time to prep and enough time to really be organized but you just it's a learning curve you just learn so much
0: yeah you find yourself asking a lot of questions and then cringing Because you, like, (laughs) Like, hey, can you
3: please do this for me? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Um, so that's to me that was what I
0: thought directing was all about.
4: Um, I could see your cringe yes uh, I could see it (laughs) "Mm, is this okay if I
0: ask you to do this (laughs) Um, well it was a lot of fun working on the movie I can't wait for it to come out Um, do you know of a release date I mean it's got to be coming out soon it's almost Christmas
3: yeah
4: I'm told that as long as the paperwork and everything's in order that you know it's been sold the rights have been sold foreign and domestic which means the U.S. And, um, so I'm told that it, you know, November 8th is when it could be starting to, starting to stream. My
3: birthday. I'm not sure.
4: I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. I'm pretty Putting sure it it on it's the not going to be able to get a mass release on like Ion or Hallmark. I, I just think it hasn't, it's, it, it, it's also not that type of movie. Like this movie that we made is a lot more of a throwback to the movies that we all grew up with that, you know that mischievous boy that wants something really really bad and then wish fulfillment almost like bitch, Yeah, and, which and is kind and of I
0: think it's okay too because I think movies are changing now, and every you know these streaming platforms are where it's at now I mean that's how everybody watches their content. everybody's streaming something on a phone or on a iPad yeah. or a tablet. I mean these phones are like the size of a television now if right? people walking around
4: and then they blow up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, no, you know, I think word of mouth could really help the film. So, you know, anyone that's interested in supporting Tommy and me and and Sam, too. You know, Sam edited it. And Savage, you, you had something to do with it. I was around.
1: I was around. Hold on a second. Hold on.
4: What
0: uh, did you do on uh, this? Oh, God. I did, I did
1: something. No, oh, I you know.
2: You were, you Wait, were, I you assembly were, edited it. Yeah, okay. I did the assembly for this. Yeah, you, you made sure the,
1: the
0: sound was synced.
1: Yeah, i think okay, the sound yeah, that's what yeah, it was i didn't did yeah, 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 yeah. Christy, we synced the sound
0: Christy, we, we came to a decision that he synced the sound <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's on the record oh, thank it's you. That was a big on the record <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well you're you just the cameras job. were
1: dinosaurs guys listen you just got an official vote of confidence from your director you know what that that air. means a lot to me honestly <laughs>
4: Hey, I watched Steven Stevens
1: as a kid, you know?
4: Okay, so there you go. I'll throw it out there. Years delayed. Yes.
0: (laughs) He's it out. He's about to Uh, Uh.
3: mark out. So
4: basically, you know, if anybody really wants to watch it and and support all of us, which I would imagine if they're listening to this, they would, they can, you know, just give good word of mouth. I think these days, like, that's super important for streaming and and for getting people to want to watch it. And, you know, this is fun because it's a perennial, right? So, like, every Christmas, people will be able to tune back into it and it'll come up on hopefully their feed and it'll be relevant again so i i think that that's why we chose to make it more of like a classic christmas tale um that really really rang true and literally everyone that read the script even no matter what their age their demo whatever they kind of fell in love with it so we made sure that it was very accessible to everybody yeah and i think another nice thing about
0: the movie is you know mm-hmm. christmas movies have Christmas stories have been around for hundreds of years. I mean, you you're literally talking of centuries. Course. People have been telling Christmas stories of some kind or another. So, let's face it, of they've course. been done a lot. So, this is a nice oh, kind yeah. of uh unique spin on a story that we've seen before. And I think that's okay in this genre. Yeah. And I think that's what it was that's what it executed really well. Going for something kind yeah. of different yet kind of familiar at the same time. And I think that was cool.
4: Same same but different. Yeah, that's the that's the key, I guess. To getting a movie made in and putting it into the market because i mean like do you feel that way with the films that you've done so far too like with arlo or with i mean because you've done some i don't know if do people yeah. know that you've done yeah, some i mean there's no question awesome there's films? no
0: question that you know whenever i try to make a movie like i'm usually influenced by a few films or you know half a dozen films and sam's my dp so like we'll usually even watch a lot of those movies and we'll kind of like gets gets sort of inspired, but at a certain point you want to make your own movie too. You want to have it have its own yeah. voice. Um so right. you know, I think it's it's like you said, uh dress it up to where you could pitch it to somebody and be like, hey, it's like for example, like I'm producing a movie right now. It's a horror movie, which is kind of a fun time of year to make a movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Halloween yeah. coming up. And how I've been Yeah, it, that's
4: like when we did infected it was yes, time it was it.
0: it was like the end of October, early November. And, it was beautiful. and Yeah, it was very much fall in Foster, Rhode Island, which is all trees and the sticks. Um, but anyway, like how we're pitching this movie is, it's called Anders' Manor, and I'm pitching it as, it's Stranger Things with an older girl. With, a, you know, with an 18-year-old okay. girl. So it's like... Exactly, and
4: that's what you want people to say. You want them to be, you want them to be like, oh, like, oh, No okay. I get it. Like, now, if they now, don't have that reaction, something's wrong. Right,
0: now, is it like Stranger Things? Not really. There's a lot of different things, you know, it's not, you know, very much different, you know, maybe some of the same elements. But you just say that so that people can get what your movie's about right away. With a, It starts the it, conversation. Start, exactly.
4: It's like your elevator pitch, yeah.
0: Exactly. It's Stranger Things, but then all the check.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you say? have to have a, a cigar in your mouth. <laughs> and, a and a
0: typewriter, and they go, and then Christy, you go, all right, give me 100 pages by Tuesday, will you?
4: <laughs> uh, that's awesome! I love it. Yes, we talk like that yeah, we, when we're not actually on this podcast. That's
0: how it is. That's how it really is.
4: What do you say? What do you know, Tommy? I'll tell you what—it's getting uncomfortable for
0: me to continue this people voice. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of that.
0: Right. Um, So, Christy, we're going to let you go soon, but I have one more final question. This is a million-dollar question. Oh, sure. That. Everybody oh, asks boy. me, and, it, and I'm finally excited no, to turn please. it around it really on you. No, is, is
4: it really the question no, I think not, it is? Is it really the question I think it is? No, it's not. Probably
0: not. Probably not. Uh, I wouldn't do that, because I'm okay. afraid you're going to sue me.
4: <laughs> no, no, I'm no, just kidding. no, 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 no. No, the, the question, question is, is... it the question of, do I still talk to Shia LaBeouf? No. Oh, oh, oh. not at all. <laughs> I, I was...
0: Okay. Now I feel, like, deflated. My question is going to be... What do you like better, <laughs> acting or directing? And now I'm kind of like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but all right, because everybody asks me that. I'll answer both. What, yeah, okay. I'll answer both now, now can... that you put it out in the no. street, you can
4: answer both. <laughs> yeah, this is for this is for Savage. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't speak to to him. He is uh, the wind that man blows around like a tumbleweed. Um, but he did side story. He, my husband was at a, a shooting range. And my, my, he had been a Marine, well, backstory on my partner, but, um, they were, he was shooting with a friend and then he sees Shia at the shooting range <laughs> with a bunch of like Marines wow. or like, or, or, or special forces guys. And they're training Shia for this movie that he's doing. And they're, I guess they're giving him shit or they're like, kind of like, they're all doing what the real guys do, which is they don't take shit from Hollywood guys. So they're kind of just like giving him shit. And so he walks up and he's like, he's like, Hey, what's up? You know, I'm. I'm Christy Romano's, uh, husband. And he's like, oh, that's a great tell her I said, hi, she tell hi- my sis. I said, hi. So he always,
3: Oh, well, wow. wow oh,
4: well, yeah. That's cool. He, he, he's not the type to be coming back anytime soon to, to reality or... <laughs> no oh, right exactly he's, a, he, like, he's always been that way right. like so when people come up with this stuff and they always ask me like what's wrong I'm like there's nothing wrong he's always been like this you're just getting to know him more that's always. shy <laughs> I, I gotta say
0: Christian I'm not just saying this because we're friends you are one of the more uh, I guess you could say uh, socially acclimated person for being like a quote unquote famous person as a child like you're you're okay. as cool as they come, and uh, you're so sweet. You know, well, No, I mean that, and you. and and I. But I gotta say, and my second part to this is, I'm sure even you can see how having that kind of fame at that young age, that could probably make you a little different. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's make you crazy, but like it's gotta be make you a little different when you're growing up like that. You know, I could see how that you know it's could funny. i actually
4: wanted to do, I've actually wanted to do a documentary about this because you know Mara Wilson, who is Matilda. Um in and she was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I loved she her. Just, she
0: was so she, great.
4: She's really cool. She she but she quit the business and declared it publicly. Oh, wow. And then she became a writer and I think she went to NYU. Oh, shit. Right around the same time that um So she really was she smart like this. Matilda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She really is this like sassy, bisexual, you know, modern chick. And Did you say she's bisexual? very like Lena Dunham. <laughs> I think so. I think she has come out, and it's not a big yeah. deal. It's just like this new millennial generation is like, yes, this is me. You got her number? But or... she... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, like that. so she she wrote a book, and um, that's like her new brand, and now she's been out with it, and she's traveling. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it rehashed my interest in doing this documentary about, you know, what you're talking about, like uh, child actors that are rehabilitated and how and how that works, and why child actors need protection, and And if just looking at it from an economic standpoint, I mean, there's a lot of money made on the backs of these children and a child. Yeah, I mean, I think you,
0: you can almost compare it to the NFL, how they have all these rookie camps now when you get inducted into the, you know, you're okay. Now you're the pro team. They teach you like, okay, you're a 22 year old kid with millions of dollars. Here's how you spend that money properly. Here's how you don't go a little crazy. Here's how you keep, you know, bad people out of your life from trying to be leeches. So maybe child and those, those actors. And programs
4: do that. that they're doing, they they've been trying to do it through through SAG. They've been trying to do it through the Actors Fund, which is a part of SAG. But um, you know, I really wish that 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 wasn't just in LA. It needs to be in New York. It needs to be in any big production hub of a of a city like New Orleans or something, so that like there can just be, you know, some 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 insulation there for these children. But anyway, that's like a that's like a side project. We'll see if that ever comes to fruition. But in terms of the other question you had with like which one do I like better? Yeah. Um that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, right now I'm I'm super in love with directing. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna shadow for Disney Channel. Oh wow. wow. That's
0: um, great. Congratulations. That's cool. Yeah,
4: thank you. So I I've, I've hooked that up and and sort of had to knock on a bunch of doors like you would think that I could just call them up and be like, "Hey, Hey, it's you know, if <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> right, Can you uh, get me in now? <laughs> yeah, no, it, I'm telling you right now it doesn't work like that. Like you have to really work your way up from the bottom. And so I'm willing to do that, even though I did a feature. Of course
0: you are. Um I really do appreciate your time, Christy.
4: No problem. And uh Are you kidding me anytime? Anytime.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, we hope you have a good Halloween and we hope that uh nobody knocks on your door at all. <laughs>
4: Good. all right well me too i certainly hope that and i'm really looking forward to our film coming out and yeah maybe
0: we can geez. maybe we can revisit this once the movie comes back comes out we'll have you back on the show we could talk about a little bit more let's about do the it movie.
4: yeah let's do it and then i'll also have a screaming baby in the background so yeah exactly
0: <laughs> that'll be awesome you can tell us about it you
4: like yeah. hi i'm a mom now guys this is great <laughs> Exactly, all right. exactly. It could be another throwback Thursday.
0: Well, you're awesome, Christy. We love you, and uh, we look forward to Christmas all over again, and uh, best of luck out there while you're shadowing, shadowing those Disney directors.
4: All right, cool. Thanks, guys.
0: Bye, Christy. Bye.
4: Bye. Okay, bye.
0: I'm, like, ready to jump into the Christmas season already just from finishing that. Podcast. I'm ready for Christmas all over again. Should we put, put on, start cocoa? putting on some
2: jingles. And yeah, let's put on yeah. some Bing
0: Crosby. And, you know, just kind of have a white Christmas up in the Woodhaven Media Studio.
2: I will say, Tom. You know, I normally I like Christmas Christmas music and the fact that it's on the radio for like a month and around December drives me absolutely nuts. But you always find the good Christmas songs. Like you, you curate your Christmas songs well. Um, they mean a lot to me.
0: Soon. Yeah, thank you. The
3: wonderful Talent time of the year.
0: Well, you know, there's so many, like, Christmas songs in general. It's just, like, we talked a little bit about it on the show with Christy. Like, you know, they've been telling Christmas stories for hundreds of years. Well, guess what? They've been writing Christmas music for hundreds of years. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. You just got to sift through the bullshit. <laughs> now, the
1: ten songs that they play on the radio. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Uh, Christy mentioned uh, that, you know, she hoped Christmas all over again to become a perennial...
0: One of these perennial movies that people watch every year, do you guys have a perennial oh yeah Christmas movie? yeah, we do. My family has always watched uh national lampoons, Christmas vacation <laughs> and usually that it used You're to be mind. a tradition we would watch it on Thanksgiving night wow like, to get that into would the kick season. off the season wow yeah, so like either Thanksgiving night or very, very late, you know November that movie yeah. would be on, and also of course, like you know. I think every like a Christmas story is kind of you know you'll shoot oh, your eye out. Yeah. That's, and a, doesn't. yeah, that's like yeah, that's a great. One. But for to... me, it was a Christmas Christmas vacation. Yeah. Chevy Chase in that movie is so fucking good. Like, there's a lot of like you could you could overlook a lot of National Lampoons type movie performances, but since this is a movie podcast, you know, filmmaking entertainment podcast, go watch that movie again and watch the scene of Chevy Chase in the attic reminiscing, watching the old footage of his family films and like. Motherfuckers acting his ass off in that scene. He's really fucking good, and you know I think it's the scenes like that that make the comedy work so well. There's some emotion and heart into that movie. National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. Check it out if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, get the fuck out of the rock you're cr- you're sleeping under.
3: <laughs>
1: Probably gonna be on Netflix in a few months, anyways. A few weeks.
0: It's on TV all the time. But do yeah, people oh, even yeah, watch yeah. TV? Anymore? No one's got cable anymore. Nah. No, people do watch. I haven't yeah. had There's cable no in years. On Christmas maybe. Yeah, maybe on Christmas it's you throw Just it sitting on.
2: sitting around. Yeah. yeah, you throw it on in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course. Yeah, I think my, my family kind of goes back and forth, uh, depending on the year, between um, uh, It's a Wonderful Life yeah. and uh, the one. George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol. Well, you guys wow. kick it old school. Wow, Pilotson's wow. In the yeah. house.
0: They like the black
2: and white films. Yeah. Yeah, the George C. Scott one is actually not uh, black and white. It's actually a oh, color yeah. one. Uh-huh. George C. Scott was very old when he did Uh, this this. So that was like 70s. Yeah, yeah. I think it was about. I've seen that one. It's a good one. Yeah, it is good.
0: George C. Scott's awesome. Yeah, he's fucking Patton. Yeah, he's General (laughs) Patton. Um, what about you, you, Savage?
1: Oh yeah, what are my?
0: Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. I
1: I already watched Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I did. It takes place during Christmas.
0: This is the Star Wars Christmas um, special. No, you, guys no. you know I'm a big, big fan, and can't. I've never seen that from start to finish. Uh, yeah, the only thing I only really, I, I I can only watch like
2: 20 minutes, and I'm like, all right, like, yeah, fucking yeah. Harrison, not actually yeah. funny. Harrison Ford's in it, and everything, <laughs> yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just nuts. like
1: it's kind of cringeworthy. It's very at cringeworthy. It, it, this time. You know? I'm
0: surprised it's not even watchable for like nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, it's one. Yeah. It's just that bad. Like and you know, right it, that's bad. Well, yeah. it's and
2: it's almost like it. You almost, like, wish it didn't exist because, well, it's like you can, yeah, you feel it kind of takes the it. magic out of some, like, like the, the, when Chewie has, has a son named Lumpy, like, uh, I just hate that that's a thing. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't want to know yeah. that Chewie that has a son named canon. Lumpy. That that's Yeah, canon. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pretend it does not It
0: hurts, happen. yeah,
1: I feel it, I feel it.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Lumpy's never good. (laughs) Lumpy's one of those words that, like, Uh, very rarely can it be used in a positive manner. Like, I got a lumpy sack of money. (laughs) Like,
1: Like, is it disproportionate? What's going on here? It sounds like a bad word. It's never good. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think of good
0: ways. Like, oh, that was lumpy. Man, that was lumpy. That nugget's lumpy, man. Not even <laughs> then. Not even then. No, there's nothing that's lumpy. That's good. Yeah.
2: Confirmed.
0: Nothing good. Lumpy. Nothing <laughs> good. Should <laughs> we come try out to lumpy make this. lumpy into a positive? Because so
2: many negative things have become I'm positive. To think like, yeah, yeah. That's lumpy. You know, we could you got, start a revolution. Yeah, year. like you got well, sick, you got ill, you
0: got the yes, shit. Dude, like, this shit's lumpy. If you said that shit's lumpy, <laughs> someone might be, they might pick that up if you put it down fucking podcast it's going in the next film guys lumpy man (laughs) this podcast is lumpy we're gonna make a song coming up on our next podcast called this is lumpy break out the it's gonna be a pretty good song so yeah watch out for a chart topper coming up called that's lumpy lumpy. just that's lumpy." lumpy that's lumpy we're making this as we go It might be called that's lumpy we might think of something between now and then bottom line it's gonna be lumpy it's gonna be lit lumpy it's lumpy man (laughs) come on alright so uh, we'll catch you next time on the Woodhaven podcast might be a little while till you see us again we're going to make a movie we are gonna get a little bit busy but you know we'll miss you you probably won't miss us that's cool we'll still see you next time